finished my bath now. That's how I'm starting the podcast. Welcome, <laughs> everyone, to Sky Pirate Radio. Joey is having a bath over there. I'm back. I'm your host, Jace. Uh, after a, a week of absence here, um, we are at episode 11. Uh, let's uh, run down who is here with us today. We've got uh, the man who holds a world record for most Simpsons tattoos on his body. His name is Kevin Stott. Hi, everyone. I'm just getting my Hank Scorpio tattoo finished up right now. Ow. Sweet. Oh, that- man, that, that sounded painful. And uh, that there chiming in was a uh, Streets of Rage character made flesh, Joel Vanderveld. Can't help it, I just like punching everyone. Yeah, every you, person. Especially he's, not, you. he's not full of rage, he's just pixel that way. And, no, well, no. But like, he is a street. He am a street, yeah, that's true. Mm. And, uh, you know, finally, you've all waited for him. Baited breath, the man, the myth, the legend. He's a bad, bad boy. Max damage. Hey, it's your boy, Casual Max. The most casual cat this side of that. What's up? Ooh. Oh, that was an accident. Yeah, that was some hot (laughs) lyricism there, Max. Good work. (laughs) One day I hope this podcast goes into just like slam poetry with Max. He just starts, yeah. he gets introduced, and he doesn't stop for an hour. <laughs> yeah, and that, Slam poetry. all the time we have. <laughs> just the bass in the background, just boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Rhyming. Where things uh, are okay. more meaningful because you talk like this. <laughs> Perfect. Alright, uh, what are we all up to? Uh, Kevin, what's going on with you, man? What are you doing? Just in Oh, life. you know, just hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. It is good. I like it's hanging nice. out myself. I finished, I made some, uh, I had a, I had this company secret that I kept from Joey, which was, true. I was making the, uh, the, our Sky Pirate t-shirts. I bought <gasps> a bunch of, I bought of some screen printing stuff so I can screen print stuff. And I did some t-shirts and I hot glue gun together some like, Admiral epaulettes for us to wear on our shoulders yeah. as well. They're pretty fantastic. Oh, that's cool. That's so I have, awesome. I've, I've been wearing my t-shirt for like two days now, so yeah, there you go. Oh, that's got a stink. Yeah, stinks of success. That's right. That's what all it the money. <laughs> <laughs> so other than wearing a, a t-shirt for two days, Joey, what else have you been up to? Not a whole lot. Just been tidying up some Sky Pirate stuff, you know, what we do, and mm. um, been playing a lot of Final Fantasy IX. I got my Vita back. Um, I realized it was on there. Excellent. And, uh, the last time I played it, I never got to finish it, so that's what I'm doing. I've been playing that around level 20, grinding hard like a good boy. That's about it, my friend. <laughs> mm-hmm. Excellent. What about you, Max? What are you up to over there, you little, you little rascal? Uh, well, you know, I just got home, uh, so I was really trying to stay uh-huh. quiet there before when I was taking off my belt, um, getting my socks off. Mm. Oh, we want to hear that stuff. Keep it as loud as you can. Let's hear the zip of those of those pants there. The, the audience <laughs> loves it. The pants is probably going to stay on, but otherwise, it's just because my legs oh. will get cold. I thought it was Casual Tuesday, Max. It, it's casual Tuesday, yeah, but everyone not... everyone else is fully in the nude. Yeah, except for me. I'm wearing a t-shirt, a Sky Pirates t-shirt. 
Oh boy! But at this point, it's pretty much melded to your skin, so yeah. you could say you're naked, I guess. Exactly. Um, myself, I haven't been up to too much. I'm still in the middle of moving, or you should be moving in officially tomorrow. I'm uh, my room right now, uh, where I'm recording, is uh, a computer. <laughs> Wait, you're, you're in a computer? It's or like like Tron. Yeah. <laughs> Or is the computer in your Yeah, I'm, I am Tron. I'm actually recording from inside Skype. You guys, you're talking to a robot. That's pretty sweet. Wow. Yeah. Another thing that happened Ask is... Ask a robot you, anything. You sent me a package that had inside of it a Japanese <laughs> book on how to look after my ferret. And <laughs> yep. uh, a sheet of, like, gradient-coloured Simpsons stickers from a 2 shop. <laughs> Wow. Hey, mate, you're welcome, alright? Yeah, I only, only the look, best. You look after. While we're, while we're on... <laughs> it's... You go. Go ahead, Max. Uh, well, oh, okay, well, the, I um... think some of the... the those... Fucking hell, Max. <laughs> <laughs> good, good lord. Fucking... <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm your mirror image. It's it's alright, no, no, you go. If you're showing Sister Max, you go. You just go ahead. You go crazy, oh, go nuts. I was nuts. gonna say... While we're on <laughs> the subject of packages, can I just say, I ordered a uh, mm. new gaming mouse uh, last week, and I splashed Ooh. out a little, and I got Star Trek, which is kind of the upscale um, Australian postage service. Lovely, lovely. Uh, and it's awful. Um, I'm pretty what, Star sure... Star Trek or just, the mouse? Well, the the Star Trek. I'm pretty sure actual Australian postage is just quicker. I've had so wow. many bad experiences with Star Trek at this point. My computer was delivered with it, just. And now this, <laughs> this mouse should have been here probably yesterday, but has just gone, disappeared. That's so watch really out. Sucks. Really? Jesus. Yeah. That sucks. Sorry, Max, I've got a mouse for oh, you. I, uh, I got some sort of one of those, like, catch-of-the-day type deals at some point, <laughs> and I got some Tron Legacy uh, oh. mice that they light up blue when you plug them in, and they also, like, make a make a Tron sound. Ooh, aren't That's you cool. lucky, Max? Sounds like something you get in a cereal box. Excuse. <laughs> Rude. That, that was a compliment. Cool. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that's yeah well, good. I, I did actually really get expensive. a, a uh, gaming mouse mat, which is, uh, you know, bigger than... Mouse, oh, it's one of those mat. anime ones with the boobies on. No, it's actually... I, I was having a look around, and I found some pretty cheap ones at JB Hi-Fi, and I went around there, and they didn't have any. Um, and then just in the corner, they had an old Diablo 3 one that was five bucks. So score. I actually quite like Diablo three, so I bought that one. Oh, so that that's got uh, that's got a uh, Diab the the devil on it, and he's got a pair of boobies there that you rest your, your yeah, arm you've got on. Yeah, you got yeah. That's right? where the that's oh, where padding is. Okay, it's no, it's actually very sexy. Okay. Just 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 let it slide, Max. Let us just bre- let us have this one. <laughs> I love to let it slide. Hashtag let it slide. Yeah, that's our new hashtag. Let it slide. Um, I don't so, agree on this. Uh, I guess. <laughs> What's that? I don't <laughs> agree on that at all. Now, no. Nope. Why not? Is nope. it the ambiguity? Hashtag let it slide. 
You it's know, already it's trending. It's too late. <laughs> yep. I feel like it should Worldwide. be a little bit more relevant to our company. <laughs> no, Joey, you know what you should do? You should just hashtag let it slide. Man. Exactly. <laughs> Take it easy. That easy lifestyle, man. Um, I, I guess speaking of easy lifestyle, we've all been sitting on our on our big bottoms and playing some video games, haven't we, boys? Our peachy butts. Yep, on our, our big juicy bottoms. Uh, uh, Kevin, you... What have you been playing? I've been playing so many games. Whoa. Um, I've played The Witness, which I've already talked mm-hmm, something mm-hmm. some people mm, about. I've played some Witness too. Tell me what you feel about The Witness. Uh, well, that's a loaded question. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, I feel a lot of... I feel a lot of different things about The Witness. I, in some ways, I really like it. In, in other ways, there's... I think it's just some areas that I really uh, have a problem with. They don't... Uh, like, some of them feel like I know I know the solution. I know what I have to do. It's just a real... It's just taxing and not much fun to do them and solve them, if you know like what I mean. That's where you have to, like, just walk around until you're in the right spot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah th- those, those ones, ones are, pretty, are kind of pretty rough. fun. There's, there's, yeah, I, I like uh, most of the areas I've been through. Well, I still need to get around to like doing more of that game because I just like finished kind of like the hot house area on like the side of the oh, hill. Right. So I feel like I still like haven't even scratched the surface of some of that stuff. Hmm. I think I think I've finished about half of the areas. I'm hmm. led to believe from the trophies and my percentage completion. So yeah, I'm getting cool. there, I think. And um, I remember you guys talking about it last week a little bit, that it didn't have a story. And I'm not... like, How much more of it have you played, Kevin? I didn't play. I played through. I just kind of... I don't know. My attitude about it was... Like, some of the puzzles, I was like, okay, I'm just not going to... Like if this is what if this is what kind of the kind of stuff that is gonna pull, I'm not gonna sit here trying to figure it out. Because every time I yeah. looked up the solution to a puzzle, I was like, okay, well, I could have sit here for like an hour trying to figure that out, but I don't want to. Mm. I, in the end, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't see anything. Okay. Yeah, they're like, they're sorry. Uh, I, cause like I ahead, heard, Joe. I heard there was some like. There was some nice story things happening. Um, I'm just not up to it yet, so... Uh, mm. There so. is... Like, the thing I like the most about The Witness, and, and this is surprising because no one's really talked about this. They've all talked about the joy of discovering the puzzles, and that's definitely a big part of it for me. But um, I really like the atmosphere and the world. Yeah, and sure. I think it's a peaceful environment to just... Like, you know, for a while I was playing it too quick. I was trying to get through it too quickly and I kept getting frustrated and angry and angrier. And now I've felt like I've transcended where I just like, well, I'll play The Witness for like 20 minutes today. Wonder what puzzles I can solve. And I just go around. Oh, I can't solve that one. Oh, well, I'll go back to that one later. And yeah, usually this... when I go back in, in about a week, I can solve it. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, but look at this. Like, I'm becoming really... a big brainy boy. There's something really just kind of, I guess, cathartic just walking around that world though. I know what you mean, like... Their use of like the like the filters and everything make it feel just really nice, and mm. they set like certain moods that aren't ne- like necessarily like frustrating or angry or anything like that, but they're just really calming in different ways, and it's, it's cool. 
Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, cool. uh, there's some nice surprises in there as well. Like some, some you could say it's story stuff, but it's not really. It's like just stuff about philosophy and and how you know how you should yeah, cool. live in the world and stuff like that, which might line in with the story at some point one day. Maybe I'm thinking we'll see how far I get into it and if I can discover any of that stuff. But um, I really like it. It's pretty cool. Just some of the puzzles just grind my dang old gears. Yeah, that's fair. But I want to know what the deal is up on top of that giant, like up on top of that giant spire, because something happened up there, and I want to know. Oh yeah, that that's where I was like, well, that's where I, I after I uh, you know edited the podcast together a bit and heard you guys talk about the witness. I went up there and went, well, this this area seems to have some sort of there's a story here yeah. of what what happened here, and I'm led to believe that in that mountain there may be some stuff. I don't know. I haven't looked up any of this this stuff, so I, I have no idea at this point. But, you know, we'll see, I guess. I just took it, because there's so other the... places where there's statues and stuff, I just took it as, oh, there's just some statues here. <laughs> like, they're probably... I think no, they I... they might mean something, like, philosophy-wise or something, but I don't think they're actually like dudes who got like stoned up or something <laughs> got turned to stone well, I, I don't know why wouldn't you consider that an option you definitely could because i they could all be stone boys been, and I've, up to that point i've been kind of led to believe that there's not gonna be any story stuff it's just this kind of philosophy stuff i do think they like they probably oh. represent stuff but you'd have to you'd have to be Jonathan Blow to know what it actually is. <laughs> mm. I, I I know some of that uh, what some of the stuff means, or at least I think I do, and I don't want to spoil any of it. Unlike Kevin, who is just willy nilly really, spoiling really everything apparently. Really but care. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and I'm I'm gonna try and platinum the game and see if there's stuff, and then I uh, prove Kevin wrong. Uh, Dustly, so we'll see how well, it goes. I think there's a there's a video up somewhere of like. Jonathan Blow talking about it with two other guys while they play for like two hours. Yeah, that was a giant bomb. uh, You can probably learn something from that. I did watch it, and I I don't know. I I still think there might be some cool stuff in there. I don't know. It's just a world. If if there is or not, shut up, shut up. If there (laughs) is or not, doesn't really matter to me too much. I guess I just like the world a lot. I think it's fun to explore, and um uh. When I was, uh, it's funny, when I look at my shadow, you guys were talking about this last week as well, and you see how well-defined he is with his hair and his his, his t-shirt or parker or whatever he's wearing. Um, uh, for some reason, I imagine him, like, looking like 80s Steve Jobs, and I just imagine <laughs> 80s Steve Jobs going around and solving puzzles on this mysterious island. That's yeah, my headcanon for this game. Definitely, that definitely fits. That's the kind of guy that I imagine <laughs> is doing it. Yeah. So so that's that. That's the witness, everyone. Maybe we'll student. get back to it if I ever <laughs> get further. What's that, Kevin? Philosophy student jobs. That's what he's. That's the character. <laughs> Philosophy jobs. Uh, what else have you been playing? Sorry to I take played... over you. <laughs> that's all right. I didn't really have anything else to say about the witness. So I just, all right. Well, I'm glad we we talked about it a little bit. Um, I finished Firewatch. Oh, me too. Good. Let's talk about this more now. Yes. 
What do you think about Firewatch, Kevin? I think it is a nice game where you talk to a lady on a... On a... That's true. That's all true things that are in that game. Um, so I, I believe you guys talked about this last week well, as well, Joel. You like, and I, yeah, you and I were talking about it like briefly on our um, communication, like Slack. Um, I think yes. yeah, both you and I really enjoyed the kind of like mood and ambience it sets up, like this real kind of like mm. sense of paranoia when you know nothing's going to happen, and uh, you always feel like something's right behind you when you really know nothing isn't and it's 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 a really nice experience and the the voice acting as i said like uh, when we're talking about it it really helps make that feel real and it's yeah i thought it was absolutely superb mm. um i yeah my problems with were with just like how i expected it to turn out and that's all it was how long is it um, it's I about think, four hours. Yeah, let's, let's check. What are we like? Firewatch. Yeah, it's I, about it's about four, four five hours. Yeah, I finished four hours. Yeah. Okay. You know, depending on how much you explore and and stuff like that, it might take a little longer. Yeah. Yeah, just a, a really it's generally about four hours. I took a real couple of pretty screenshots. It seems. Yeah. Um. But I I I really love the uh, feeling of dread I got. Apparently, yeah. Kevin didn't experience that as much. But, like, everywhere I went as a result of plot stuff, I just felt like I was being followed. Because you're in the yeah. woods, and that is such a place where, you know, well, you've got, people like, can be outside. Cliche, and, and you've got, like, the cliches of all those, like, camp movies where, you know, like, the Friday the 13th mm, and all that yeah, kind of stuff. That, yeah. that killer in the woods is always stalking you. And I help, I, I feel like that helped kind of, like, set it up as well, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, like, it got to this point where I would, like, cover my eyes because there's one thing that I hate in video games. And that's if you guys raccoons. have played Half-Life 2 Episode 2. That, yes, Cocoons. No, Raccoons. Um, if you guys have played Raccoons, yes. Yeah. Oh, fuck Raccoons. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, uh, Half-Life 2 Episode 2, there's this part where you're going up a ladder. And you just go up this long-ass ladder. And then a fucking alien, like, like, is at the top of the ladder and, like, spooks the shit out of you. And you're like, what the fuck? And it sucks. And every time... Uh, that scarred me for life. And every time I go up and down a rope in Firewatch, but, I'm yeah. just scared shitless. I had the same, I had the same be... feeling, but, like... And it's yeah. funny because, like... Like, I would, I would be covering my eyes, like, fucking looking away from the screen every single time. It was terrible. I, yeah, I was legit go waiting. Ahead, like, I want... I just, all those... So many times just waiting for someone to just cut that rope and... Yeah, it's crazy yeah. what they did with it all, and um, I think a lot of those repelling sections part of the reason. Like, I don't know if it, it's not the whole reason they're there. It obviously works thematically, but it feels like one yes. of the things they use them for is to have you like face the wall while they load the next part that you're repelling to. That's yeah, that that's might be true. Fair. Yeah, but it, it worked. Yeah. It, it gave made me very tense. So yeah. I guess it, they succeeded in that, but um. I guess I'm just brave. Yeah, you're a brave so. boy, Kevin. You're the first you're not one to scared go of anything. And, uh, go out when we're all trapped in a cabin. Um, <laughs> with that feeling of like sort of dread, how intentional is it? Are they meaning to do that? Because yeah. I remember playing um, uh, Gone Home. I think. Yeah, I remember playing Gone Home, and there was a bit of that, but it was not. Gone. I feel uh, like Gone well, Home. Maybe it was a bit intentional. I think it was, but Gone Home's like kind of. 
that that feeling for me anyway it kind of like tapered down towards like as i was approaching towards the end of the story uh yeah. once you started to learn what the actual game was about like early quite early on you realize oh okay no this isn't really a spooky game um yeah. firewatch maintains this feeling of const like like someone's constantly watching you throughout the entire thing um mm. Yeah, I think Firewatch starts off. Yeah, Firewatch starts off with like the woods, and it's very beautiful and you know great art style and all that kind of thing. Um, except for when you see uh, your character's three D model from the outside, that's fucking terrifying. <laughs> but um, there is uh, like the, it reaches a point. It's it's due to story stuff that suddenly the woods take on a different color, and it's very scary because you don't know what is going on. And I feel like uh, that leads us to the ending, which we won't talk about explicitly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, I understand that Joey was not very satisfied with it. Kevin, did you like the ending? I thought it was okay. It like it obviously like it had two. It kind of had two plots going on at the same time, and then one that was kind of really interesting and unusual, and one that was like a mystery, but it wasn't something that seemed as out of the ordinary and then at the end it kind of waves its hand and makes the solution to the unusual one like the also the solution to the normal one and so you feel like you want some kind of extraordinary revelation but it's just kind of like oh it was this yeah yeah well that's not that's not the point that i had a problem with and like i'll talk to you guys after when we're not um recording Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's, that I didn't have a problem with. It's just certain choices that you do, I guess, don't affect certain things. I don't know, without trying to like spoil anything. But like, yeah, I'll talk about yeah. it later. I I um I, I feel like it sometimes games have this pressure when there's choices you have to make, like something like Life is Strange or whatever, that uh you know everything has to matter or something. But I feel like uh, games like this, and also games like Kentucky Route Zero, if anyone has played that game, mm. a lot of uh, your decisions, and there are a lot of different decisions you can make, are just meant to be sort of character building for your character and, and for you. Like, you know those things, but they don't have an impact in those games. And I think those can be very effective as well. I believe that's the case with Firewatch, but I can understand why that would be disappointing for a lot of people mm. that they didn't come into play in the ending, you know. Yeah, sure. I'd like to yeah. play it again, and I'd like to see more of this stuff. Because there's, like, I felt during the plot that I never really had a, a kind of break time to just look around at stuff, and there's a lot of stuff that I probably missed because I was just going to where the next thing that wanted me to go to. I want to collect all those books, too. All those books with the numbers in. I got all of them except six, I think. Yeah, right. Oh, dear. I picked up uh, two caps. To put on my head, two of them, not one but two. <laughs> yeah, I put. I've got one no, cap one, on my head. I no, didn't know there was two. 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 Well, there's, there's like an interesting part where there's I don't know. I want to spoil the story part of it, I guess. But there's like a boombox, and I wanted to just turn it off, but there did not appear to be a button to turn it off. But you can pick it up because one of like the norm, like one of the main th- mechanics you have is that you can just pick stuff up, and it seemed mm-hmm. like. It was obviously crafted to make you really, really likely to pick that boombox up and throw it in the lake. <laughs> yep. 
I was like, okay, like, if I can't turn it off, I was like, okay, obviously, whoever designed this wants me to throw this boombox <laughs> away to get it to turn off. Um, I, I took it home. I, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I left mine there because I'm a good park ranger, and even though they were doing what no. they were doing was wrong, it's still their property, guys. Hmm. Well, they paid the price. <laughs> at least I think. At least I think. Yeah, they kind of did. I guess yeah, it was totally weird. That game's cool and weird. Yeah. So that's Firewatch. Have you been playing uh, much else, Kevin Stott? I've been playing Fire Emblem <laughs> Sacred Stones, the Game Boy Advance. Oh, cool! <laughs> yeah, nice one. Because it's on my right uh... in t- just in time for the new release. You're playing <laughs> the old I've one. I played the shit out of that one. Um, Man, I too. got it on my 3DS as part of the like ambassador program or whatever it was where they is that still going cut. on no it was just at the start they made that price cut and then they oh. gave people who bought it a launch a bunch of digital stuff but yeah i've just been playing that i got up to i stopped for ages because i got up to a part where it kind of opened up and i could kind of fight some dudes or there are these different story branches i could go and i think i was supposed to like level up my dudes or get some more like items or something because it was always really hard and all my dudes were dying and I didn't yeah. want any of them to die so I had to go back to I took like a week off probably and I went back to a previous save and I'm going up I'm trying to level up my dudes more I like mm. the the combat animations are really nice yes they are yes they I, that's one with... thing I always liked about Fire Emblem is that um uh, when you hit dudes, it feels really satisfying. Just it, when you hit like a critical hit, and you see the health bar just go, just go all the mm. way down. Mm. Feels so good. Yeah, they do. A, they do a lot with some like limited, limited, really good keyframes, really good silhouettes with the horses and stuff. Yeah, it's good. Mm. It's also like the way cool. that they introduce all of the characters, like those guys at the start, where there's like a dad who's. An old fighter man who's retired to look after his son, and because they're like he, when he when he was stationed out fighting a war, his like wife died, and so he has to come back looked after his son, and his son's like really excited and energetic, and he wants to go out and fight, and then they like both join you, and then it is absolutely tragic if either one of them dies, <laughs> like that the story that you've just been told is like oh no. If either of these people die, <laughs> the other one is going to be absolutely devastated. It's good. I and mean, then they just do it for everyone. <laughs> yep. I mean, the thing you always do in Fire Emblem games, if anyone dies, you got to reload, right? Totally, yeah, that's, that's what, what I, I do. do at least. Yep. Yeah. It's a tough one. I mean, it just seems like you're losing so much. A lot of the tension, I think, that comes from those games is when you're fighting like a really long battle but then when you're right at the end someone dies and you got to make that decision of well will i be better off if i like reload and save him or if i just finish this because this is a really hard mission and lose him uh, that that's kind of stuff is fun and and it's you know yeah, it's, it's good it's weird it's such a it's such a, like a meta decision yeah so uh Cool. I've also been playing Avengers Academy, a fresh free-to-play game <laughs> where uh, oh, cool. all the Avengers are going to sure. college together. It's pretty good, except that it's not. Are you making this it doesn't... up? No, it's real. <laughs> it has... There's zero game in it at all. It's just... <laughs> you don't do anything. You just... Hey, Iron Man, go do your moves on the dance floor. And then he goes and he oh, does it. And you get some coins. <laughs> what? It's nothing. Like, like wow. Farmville 
had some sort of strategy where you would build, like, I'll build this, and I'll decide to come back at this time, and your crops would die and stuff, and you could, like, draw stuff with all your plants, but this <laughs> game, everything is on such a long stretch. Also, it's it seems, like a... That seems really weird, like, you pick up an Avengers game to see them cracking villains over their head, not... Yeah, you never see them fight anyone. <laughs> They're just wow. trained. D- they just tra- it feel like it's so weird because I don't know who it's for. It seems because it's so basic. It seems like it's for little kids. But then why are they going to college? Yeah, <laughs> maybe it's an art piece. <laughs> the only thing I can assume from that is is it's for like viral marketing, social media shit. Like, hey everyone, look at a screenshot of Iron Man kicking it on the dance floor. Isn't this well, they cool? Have, they have, it's it has it has a lot of that. It has that kind of. Like Disney princesses as like college students thing going on because it has like uh-huh. Iron Man's got like a red jacket on and stuff. So they've got they start <laughs> off with like cool outfit versions of their like superhero suits, and then you like upgrade them and they get into them. But yeah, there's absolutely no game in it. There's a little bit of like story, visual novel stuff where they talk to each other, but huh. that's pretty bad. It sounds right. like it'll be enormously wow. successful. Yeah, I can. I can only hope so. Oh, excellent! Thanks for sharing that one with us. Kevin. You're welcome. It's great. Go download it. <laughs> no, uh, Joey. Uh, what have you been playing? Um, not a lot. I've been trying to focus as much as I can on doing some work. But let's see. Let's mm. see. Again, I've been doing a bit of the witness. We don't really need to talk about that again. Um, been jumping back uh, back on Armor Three. I'm waiting for the new. Uh, New expansion to hit, adds in a cool new island. Hopefully they fix a lot of the problems that Armour has, which is all this, like, future bullshit guns that aren't cool, um, and they're really lame. But um, I've been playing what a mod. Kind of, how future guns are like, they? Not, like, not... Not lasers. Not lasers, but they're, they're not far from our own, but they're really lame. So they, they're still fire, they still fire 7.62 rounds. They still have just normal mags and... And all that kind of shit. I thought the whole appeal of armor was the realism. true to life realism. Yeah, yeah. that and that's why oh, they God. did it. They've but... got like an iPhone on them as well now. Yeah, all um, the guns. But I think for anyone that doesn't like have armor three, the the thing about that game is that makes it really really interesting is its community and its uh, modding ability. And so a lot of the mm. a lot of the stuff that you can get from it that make that game really good is from its mods. Um, specifically, I've been playing. Desolation, um, and it's really funny how uh, a small team can make a game that is DayZ, but is way better than DayZ. Uh, yeah, so it's a DayZ mod. It's vanilla DayZ, and it's really, really good. Um, and it's really, really sad to see the standalone just still kind of stagnant. Uh, mm. Been playing that. Been playing mm. Squad. Yeah. Been playing Final. Is Fantasy that new? Nine. Is the new island in armor? Is it a dinosaur island? I hope so. But speaking of which, uh, I've been really keen to check out Ark. If any of you guys want to pick it up, because there's some pretty cool. Um, I want to get back onto it. There's a lot of like development because those guys work fucking hard. I, s- I saw that it was on Xbox One as one of their first early access games. It is, but I'd probably it's... pick it up on PC. Oh, absolutely! But it's... that just really that that. Did a number on me. I, it's 
well, early well, access on consoles. What year is well, it? I don't have a problem with like early access titles if they do it right. Case in point, the developers are where they push out an update, big and small, like every week. You know, there's like loads of content, and I haven't yeah. played it in like ages. But yeah, um, I'm yeah, I haven't played it since like last year. So I'd be keen to check it out if you guys want to have a bit of a look see. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I like dinosaurs. Let's have a dinosaur party. We should have a dinosaur party. Um, other than that, I haven't really done really anything else. Just been playing a bit of this and that that we've already talked about. I got a game to talk Very about. Cool. It's called it's called Slide the Shakes. It was uh-huh. a game that what? <laughs> it's called Slide the Shakes. Huh? So there's these guys who used to work at Half Brick who made. Oh, for real! Uh, Is this the one you were fruit... talking? Yeah, me? who made? Right. They made Fruit Ninja and they made uh, Jetpack Joyride. Luke Musket, who's like a, who's a big designer boy. We've seen some like talks from him. He's like a, he's like a little celebrity man <laughs> down <laughs> here, and he left. The guys who Hipster Whale, who made Crossy Road, made so much money that they kind of helped these guys leave. And make their own studio, and so they made Landsliders, which mm. is pretty good. But also, just recently, they brought out a game called Slide the Shakes, which is a game that's just kind of Angry Birdsy, where you you kind of you just there's no arc, but you you like slide back to kind of slide a milkshake down the counter like you're gonna pass it to a dude. But the thing that was really weird about it is that. If you, like, there's no level slick or anything, you just play whatever level you're up to. And if you, like, die a bunch of times, it's, like, you can pay, like, a dollar fifty to skip the level. So lame. What? It's, it's uh... really weird. Because, like, I was you telling can... you about, uh, when I was talking to you about it, it just doesn't make, I can't figure it out in my head because you're basically giving consumers or customers... Content which they can skip and not play. It's like, I'm going to make this new level that's so hard that people give me money so they don't have to play it. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Let's just give people a paywall and that's it. No game, just a paywall. Oh, wait till you get to my games this week. (laughs) (laughs) But if you beat, if if you choose to pay money to get past that level, and you go to the next level, wouldn't yeah. game design dictate that that level would be harder? <laughs> it kind of does, yeah. does it in arcs where it'll get hard and then you'll get like a new milkshake and it'll ease off a bit again. Yeah, but I don't, I don't understand the reason why you, would, why you would pay money to not play a game. You can just stop playing that if you sucks. want to stop playing. I guess like if you want to... So weird. Like if you want to... If it's some weird thing where you want to, like, beat your friend, but even then, like, it would make you feel so horrible and dirty to pay money to do that. So strange. Yeah, that's very strange indeed. Yeah. Is that uh, all you've been playing, Kevin? Just horse shit mobile games? (laughs) (laughs) I I just wanted to mention how weird I found that. You're right, that is weird. Um... Uh, well, as you've, you you did mention, you've been playing stuff, Max. What have you been playing, and why is it so bad? Oh, well, I've been playing exclusively free-to-play stuff. 
Um, I was wanting to get the new Dying Light expansion because it looks fantastic, but Mm. um, the people at my work screwed up my paycheck and I'm not getting it for another two weeks. I'm so sorry, Max. Oh, it is frustrating because I really (laughs) wanted that expansion. You get cars. You get cars. It's true. I've seen this. It's a little buggy. Yeah, it actually looks really good. It's like 20 bucks. It's the map is bigger than the base game. It's a standalone and, thing, yeah. Wow. It's not standalone. Right? No. It's not. Okay. Is yeah. the point of that game that you could like run around and parkour and stuff? Yeah, but, yeah, but now you can parkour with a car. Parkour in a car. <laughs> yeah. Well, they've added they've sort of mitigated that by adding a whole new skill tree. So in the main game, there was three skill trees. They've added a fourth one, which is for cars. And they've also added car mm. customizability. So the cars sort of replace the parkour. They're not half-assed. They're, they're done in full, which looks really cool. Like, there's full-on, you replace your motor, or you replace, like, you know, I don't know exactly, because I haven't played it. That seems um, like <laughs> such a strange decision to take out what is, like... Part of your core and just replace it with a car game. Yeah, I'd I'd, I'd absolutely doubt it, but um, a word on the street is it's really good. So, (laughs) yeah. um, Uh, Max also heard that the story was very good as well, and he he couldn't wait to see that. They actually changed the voice actor for the main guy. I'm pretty devastated. Oh. Um, Because I was really. It's like a David Hayter, Kiefer Sutherland situation. That was so strange. Except David Hayter was playing a character, whereas this guy's just a. Yes. Some punchlines and some. An 80s movie Mm. star. Yeah, yeah. Except not interesting. Okay. But, um. (laughs) uh, Apart from that, I've been playing a bit of MechWarrior online. Um, That's been really interesting. Mm-hmm. I I bought a Mac. I you bought paid a... your real dollars. No, I didn't. Uh, I've oh, been okay. I've been playing that game since 2011 or 2012. I'm not sure. Wow! And so somehow they've given me um, millions of of credits. Is anyone there? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're all here. We're, all <laughs> we're just thought that we all just left. <laughs> We're just so uh, kind of enthralled <laughs> in your mech warrior adventures. Guys. Yeah, so some, <laughs> somehow I had about 7 million credits um, and I bought a, a, a mech that I really liked from the fiction called the Urban Mech. Um, the whole thing with the Urban Mech is you can spin its torso 360 degrees which is really cool. Mm. Um, I bought it, and then I went to field test it, and I realized it's tiny, um, <laughs> and that's why I could afford it. <laughs> like, it's this tiny, weeny little mech, and it just, it, you know, usually in MechWarrior, um, your smaller mechs are much faster. This one is as fast as the biggest mechs. Wow. I don't, <laughs> I don't understand. It's the sort of thing where there's a puzzle here, which is what is the use for this mech? I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. It has three weapons on it, basically a really powerful autocannon and a couple of lasers. So, uh, you know, I might have to read something online to kind of maybe get a you're handle supposed on to that. Use its, maybe you're supposed to use its 360 abilities for, like, breakdancing. That can only be it. Yeah. Breakdancing videos on YouTube. I think I think, I that's think it's like way... a real steel situation where, uh, <laughs> like, it, it, actually the crappiest robot is the best robot of them all. 
It's because he has a heart of gold. <laughs> That's hey, true, this yes. robot's not crappy. This is the... Cool... Tiny robot with a big heart. <laughs> Apart from that, I've also right. been playing on my phone Star Trek Wrath of Gems. Ooh. Oh um, my god, I can't believe it's called <laughs> Star Trek Wrath of Gems. The deadliest Star oh, Trek villain. That's a funny name. Oh it is, boy. It is. I, well, I kind of got into a Star Trek thing and I downloaded, I think, three Star Trek games. Um, Wrath of Gems was the only one I really stuck on to. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a puzzle quest Star Trek. Yeah. It's a match three game. Right. Uh, we the actually the sort of stories that you go through. There's a next gen and an original series uh, story arc. They actually seem like a lot. They play out like episodes. The uh, graphics that they have going on in the background is uh, they're terrible. Right. But um the the actual sort of dialogue and the stories feel pretty true to the property. Um, but yeah, I, as I alluded alluded to before. There definitely comes a point, I think I got to it a bit about the beginning of the third act in my um, next-gen run-through, that I just couldn't win anymore. Like, I'd levelled up my dudes as as best as I could, and suddenly I just couldn't win. And all the, all the sort of Cardassians and whatever that I was fighting were, you know, about level 16. Cardassians? Cardassians. <laughs> yeah, it's my favourite Star Trek race. My Spoonheads. My highest dude was a level 12, and I'd done everything within my power to get him there. Whoa, what was that? He's so I'm angry like, about have it. To put in some, some <laughs> rack box. The rack yeah, of so... The put in some of that... The rack yeah. of Max. Yes. Turns can, out... Can we talk about what a great name that is? <laughs> it's so like, usually bad. the Puzzle Quest clones get, like, you know, Marvel hero agents or like you know star trek fucking party village or whatever it is <laughs> and you, you get this it's just they didn't even try it's just <laughs> gems puzzle star trek gemmers or something it's so yeah. bad it's not star Excellent. trek puzzle mission or something no it's star trek wrath yeah. of gems it's 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 quite fun but it's it's actually pretty interesting because to play the story out, obviously Star Trek is pretty light on in terms of combat. So it's divided up into three different sort of game modes that all involve match three um, gameplay. But, you know, one game mode is a sort of negotiation game mode. So you'll be trying to match the three types of gems that align with your character and not match the three types of gems with the character that align with the character you're arguing against. So, like, you know, you'll have a bit of dialogue between, um, you know, Picard and and Riker, and Riker's saying, like, I don't trust this guy, and Picard will say, well, I think you should trust him, and then you cue game mode, like the battle music comes up or whatever. <laughs> And then you'll argue as Riker with Picard, and then afterwards Riker will be going, but I still don't think that he's totally trustworthy, and Picard will be like, well, keep an eye on him. And it's just like, oh, this this plays out, like, really, like, it reminds me almost of Undertale, where you have dialogue playing mm. out in a sort of gameplay like, with gameplay mechanics that would traditionally be more associated with combat, but 
And then, and then also it has a sort of ground combat version and a space combat version that's leveled you heard, up. Separately. You heard it here first. Star Trek: Wrath of James is the next Undertale. Get on yeah, it. That, that's exactly yeah. what I just said. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't. I haven't opened it in ages, and I probably would prefer to play Undertale at this stage. So speaking of a uh, hot video game mobile messes have you guys seen uh slashy souls yet no i haven't no slashy what? souls is bando namcry doing a uh that's uh doing sorry bandai, did you just say bando namcry bandai namco sorry <laughs> i didn't i didn't blink i thought that was real <laughs> no oh damn we just got a little bit dyslexic there for a second um it's yeah. their version Bando of Namkai a... Bando is my favourite Star Wars species. A uh, kind of Dark Souls... Dark Souls... F- like, free... Not free runner. Oh, like, endless yeah. runner. A Dark Souls endless runner that oh, is just man. full of bugs and garbage-looking art. And it's... Yeah, it looks horrible. It's got like a, it's got like a half-assed pixel art aesthetic, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. Is it official? Yeah, it is official. Wow. It's just the name, like, the... The gem name kind of reminded me of just like <laughs> slashy souls because like that's really dumb. It's, it's really, such an really interesting cock up mm. to think like that nowadays companies still think they can just chuck out these trashy um, you know cash ins like, on a, mobile. It's kind of a good like marketing idea. You got Dark Souls three coming out in like a month or so. Do a cool yep. like mobile game tie in. Just don't make it just hot mess. Maybe this, maybe that's the new thing. Maybe you do the worst, the worst <laughs> game you can, and to drum up new stories right before you release the good game. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. And suddenly the savior comes in. It's Dark Souls three, and everyone cheers. Yeah, now they have a villain to to root yeah. against. <laughs> but yeah, apparently it's just it's broken. A... You cut like none of the buttons work. Rolling and, <laughs> and any like out of the way, just it just doesn't work. And, uh, yeah, it's not... That's, what the People fuck? don't like it. I think Dark Souls as a series doesn't really... It, it's not a series that is really hurt by imprecise controls, though. <laughs> it can survive. <laughs> <laughs> fair call, fair call. Uh, all right, well, that's uh, our free-to-play gaming uh, minute there from us. Uh, have you been playing anything else, Max? Uh, no, that's about it, I think. He's also um, been playing, uh, uh Star Trek The Final Candy Damn. Crush Frontier. <laughs> I have been playing Star Trek Trexels, but I don't really understand what it is, so... <laughs> I don't really want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. They're pixels, but No, they're, tre- Trek. they're Trexels, Max. <laughs> Trexels sounds like a delicious cereal. <laughs> It does. Silly guys. <laughs> Tracks are for, are for space agents. <laughs> yes. What um, about you, Jace? Oh, uh, me? I've been, uh, I've, uh, even though I've just been busy moving, I've had some time to play some games. I, in fact, bought a PS4 recently. Ooh. I've been playing that a little bit. Yeah, I'm big spender, big Ooh. spender money bags over here. You added us. Yep. You added us as friends. We're all humbled. Except for me, yeah. I have an Kevin. X-Bone. Oh, Ooh. you're friendless. I used to friend. have a PS4. You just weren't expecting your, your real buddies to get one either, did you? But we did. Yeah. We no. did. My real life friends. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, I added you guys as friends. For some reason, Kevin, uh, I got a notification from Kevin asking if he could have my real name. I didn't know what that was about. Well, he really wanted, wanted to know what your real name was. Come on. <laughs> I wanted to know if it was. It's just imposter. weird. I didn't know that was a functionality. Totally. I didn't know yeah. a, a functionality about it. It has like Facebook style stickers that you can send in messages as well. Yep. Oh man. You shocked me with that one day. I was trying to send one to Jess when my internet wasn't working. Oh dear. Got some fresh, like, cartoon versions of The Last of Us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been playing a little bit here and there on my PS4. Uh, I played um, uh, Life is Strange for the first time. I played the first three episodes. Uh, I don't know. Like, it, it's kind of... I like uh, some things. Has, has anyone here played it? Have not. I played no. the I played a demo for the first one. So I know what it's about. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of it's some of the story stuff and the way it handles decisions is cool. Um I think the writing is a little bit unbalanced and from episode to episode it can fluctuate. Uh which, you know, some episodes are good, some are bad. I liked episode three. Um but it, it's kind of inconsistent. I don't know if it's 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 hard to talk about because there's a lot of you know being a lot of consequence and stuff and a lot of crazy spoiler stuff that happens in that game. But um, it's okay. I think it's fine. We'll, we'll see where it goes like from a, here. I, I, it's kind of it's it's kind of like a <clears throat> Walking Dead kind of situation where you're making it's lots of yes. talking adventure gamey stuff. And you're making these kind of decisions, but you also have the ability to like rewind time, so you can yes. say different yes. things. We can absolutely mention that, but um, it, it it feels like I don't know. Like I'm about three fifths through, I believe. I don't know if any of this stuff is going to pay off. Like I can't see it happening for some reason, but we'll see. I guess I'm almost done with it, and we'll see how that goes. Uh, other than that, uh, other than what I've mentioned earlier, Firewatch and The Witness, I played a. Uh, Dragon Quest Heroes, The World oh. Trees Woe, and The Blight Below. I've been wanting which to is play a that fucking for ages. It's a really good name. Okay. <laughs> like, I, I, that's the coolest name ever. Like, if Kingdom Hearts had a cool name like that, because like, it's like, it tells you exactly what's going on. There's a tree, it's in Woe, there's bad shit happening underground. The World Tree's always in Got trouble. It all. I don't know if you've ever played a Dragon Quest game, but... The World Tree is always Oh, yeah, the World trouble. Tree is constantly in peril. And uh, this time it is also uh, due to a blight that is happening below. <laughs> but um, uh, it's fun. Uh, it's, it's, I haven't played a Dynasty Warriors game in a long time, and I believe that's a team that the game was made by. Yep. But it's yep. got a lot of that sort of Dragon Quest personality. Uh, the Akira Toriyama designs are, of course, mm-hmm. good if you like that. Mm-hmm. I do. So that's fun. Got a lot of it's got a lot of fan service for people who like uh, Dragon Quest. It's always a series I've admired a whole lot. Um, I haven't played all of them, but I definitely do want to go back and and play more of those games because they're very cool and also very influential. Yep, they're uh, good. But you know, uh, for the actual game, it's it's hacky and slashy, and you hit dudes, and uh, you got all these crazy characters with lots of fun abilities. It's it's a good time. A good, like Joey says a lot for every game he plays. It's a good little time waster. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't say it this week, though, did I? No, no, you're 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 changing. You're different, Joey. Now I am. Yes, my uh, big boy pants. But uh, it's I, I like it. I'm I'm having fun chipping away at it. Good times. 
times. So, that's all the games. I guess we should talk about another game, the one that Joey assigned for us called Deadly Towers of Monsters. Or Tower of Monsters, I believe. The Deadly yes. Towers of, Tower so, of Monsters, because it's one tower and it's deadly and it's tall. A single tower. Now, uh, Joey, I believe, last week assigned you a task of saying for you guys to not look at any trailers and just check out the game. Did you guys complete this task? Did everyone do that? Well, Kevin, had, Kevin knew I what I was talking out. about. Uh, yeah, I already yeah. had seen it before he said that. I, I oh, realized well, after I started playing <laughs> that I had seen a trailer briefly, but I definitely did go in and sort of enjoy some surprises along the way. Yeah, I, I knew nothing. I knew nothing about this game, so I got into it, and I was very surprised. Yeah, and happy um, with it. So, Deadly Towers and Monsters is a twin stick B seventy. Oh, yeah, seventies B movie sci fi game. Uh, yeah, what did you guys think? Tell me all about it. I liked it. You liked uh, it. So, <laughs> surprise number one for me is that it was. Thank you. Is that it was you know, the the aesthetic and stuff like that. Surprise mm-hmm. number two was made, it was made by the Xenoclash guys, and sure. I like those games a whole bunch. Um, I think a, an interesting way to go with the narrator is to have him be doing a commentary yeah, of the movie. It's really I think neat. that's really funny and interesting. And also, uh, you know, all the enemies are just great. How like amazing the, is that stop motion? Oh, the stop motion, they, it's perfect. Like, it looks exactly like how it would look. Uh, in, in the 70s films. And they yeah, are the, yeah, all the bats on the strings. You got that one with the squid enemy where it's like, we didn't originally want to have squid uh, in our in the movie, yeah. but one of the director's kids likes squids. So, yeah, um, mm. pretty good. Oh, pretty good. You can sometimes see like, the feet on yeah. the enemies of people <laughs> wearing the costumes and stuff. It's funny. The B-movie aesthetic is just carried so well throughout the game. Like, I definitely didn't like... Yep. Uh, most of the game game. But yeah, the, that was the, my problem what, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, what kept me going was the the really bad ape costumes and, <laughs> and the just the sort of ridiculous appearance of everything, how spongy and plasticky everything looked. The, uh, the fact that you could, dinosaurs. Yeah, you could see strings yeah. coming off things that were flying and stuff like that. It was so good. So yeah, like that was, like, I think yeah. that, that was my problem was like, you know, content like, all that content, super amazing. The aesthetic, the art direction, the way they've really kind of, like, cliched it into this amazing 70s B-movie. But the gameplay just... I feel, luckily... Like, I haven't finished it, but I hear the game is short. I feel like anything longer than how long this game takes to complete, it would just get really stagnant. Mm. Uh, it's about that, five yeah. hours. Yeah, right. So I think, yeah. you know, it works perfectly for that. Um but yeah, I think like because it's it's a pretty simple mechanically controlled game, you know. Yeah, nothing revolutionary. It, it doesn't overstay its welcome at all, but at the same right. time, it's just not. While while all the you know aesthetic stuff and that is all very exciting and fun, uh, the game doesn't really feel that great to play. It's very typical, yeah, which is sure. strange because those the Xenoclash dudes, what you'd expect from them, because Xenoclash is like this burst of creative energy. It's so weird and like the gameplay is strange as well being a first person fisticuff simulator and in the stone age like it was this yeah, weird yeah, game yeah. that shouldn't have existed and there were two of them 
which is doubly <laughs> surprising. Well, like, I think, but uh, yeah, this just kind of felt like, eh, you know, it's it's a twin stick shooter. But again, like, like that's that's gameplay stuff. They managed to again nail an aesthetic and an art theme that you know. I guess it's it's totally them. I mean, you can look at this game and say, yeah, oh, no, yeah. they did a really good job with this again. So it works yeah. in that respect. Some one thing that sort of bummed me out for the entire thing was I didn't like the sense of humor that much it did really great on me like i don't know about you guys mm-hmm. I, yeah. obviously this is a super subjective thing but yeah, like sure. the the jokes about thing i don't know the jokes were super all over the place like things jokes about um oh we'll have the hero land in a hay bale and then he'll be fine which is obviously yeah. like a assassin's creed thing and then they sort of, you know, and now every now and then it'd be pretty funny. Like, you you'll run around the environment smashing up some boxes, and you know the the director's commentary will be saying, "Oh, we just had him like smash whatever," and Did that's you... pretty funny. But yeah. it's no, kind of yeah. like it's, it's, it's weird when it's it's weird when it's like referencing stuff that isn't that like it does the same the same thing with the assassin's creed thing about like some dinosaurs later it's like at least we didn't give them like thrilled necks and make them shoot poison and yeah it's like what are you saying that these b movies are good and that Jurassic park is bad are you (laughs) saying that like this character that's doing the commentary is like good or he's like mean and bad yeah I couldn't mm. tell what it wanted it what it wanted itself to be. It's a really big ask, but I would kind of wish that I'd come away from a game like this wanting to watch B movies. Whereas yeah, instead okay. I kind of just thought, ah, oh, like this just I don't know, a lot of this just sounds so sort of you know, what he's describing, the jokes are about how trashy it is and stuff like that. Whereas yeah, I kinda wish that it was a bit I I don't know. It maybe maybe so slow more of well. more of a swan song for B movies or something like that. Yeah, more well, of like a loving tribute. Yeah, and that's what like that's why I originally you know picked it up. I love all that kitschy stuff. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, as I said, I yeah. wasn't too. Yeah. yeah, I agree with you. Like the com the comedy is like hit and miss sometimes. But there was this one point where mm-hmm. I don't know if you made if you twirled the main character around a whole bunch of times. Uh, if you do it with the... Yeah, I did. Yeah, right. So if you do it with... uh, Yeah, that was really funny. Yeah, it's pretty good. That's uh, some Olympic... Okay. Some Olympic style uh, spinning around. It's pretty funny. (laughs) He he remarks on the spinning around. Oh, that guy was always spinning. (laughs) (laughs) It's really, really Uh, funny. See that? You can do it with with the female as well, or whatever her name is. And he was like... Yeah, no, she was yeah. good at it, but it, she wasn't as quiet as good as Dick. And then you do it with Dick, and <laughs> yeah, he was. It's <laughs> always spinning some Olympic style spinning yep. there. <laughs> like that's that's really funny. Um, but the, I do agree that the jokes mm. were hit and miss. But I just think that the the director's commentary for this game is such a genius conceit. Oh yeah, yeah, they can see they can see that the so director's clever. commentary is great. Yeah, it's a good idea. Um, and and of course, I, I think where the uh, you know the tribute stuff, the swan song for these seventies kitschy movies, is in the you know amount of care that went into the enemy design, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. All that stuff is nailed it, perfect. Didn't go overboard with it. It just across the board was great. I feel like 
but yeah, yeah, some of the dialogue stuff was kind of goofy and dumb. But, yeah, you know. and also I'd say that the probably you know putting the gameplay, you'd, you'd say it's basic, really, like the the actual yes, gameplay absolutely. running around. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's it's sometimes it's fun. It gets a little boring when you sort of hang on to the same like group of enemies that you've just been killing and killing and killing for a while. But they they have some um, you know, some great uh, air combat stuff which comes up now and again and they're pretty cool. I like and them. and and I think really what drives it forward though ultimately is again just the aesthetic. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I thought the the one part about the gameplay that I thought was kind of neat was how sometimes you like snap to the edge had a little like had a little Yes. Like Space Invaders kind of icon, and then you snap to the edge, and then you're just kind of playing Space Invaders, where you're <laughs> at the top of the tower, and you're kind of watching dudes come up and shooting down at them. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that, I thought those parts were kind of a fun change, yeah. Uh, I'd give it a grade it's of tough. B. <laughs> it's tough to... It's <laughs> like... When you're... When you're... Basing it on things that have really bad art design... <laughs> It's hard to uh, make it, you know, you got, like, a tough decision if you're going to... Obviously, to do this, you couldn't, like, update any of the stars or anything. So, you're just going to replicate the old ones. And so, it's kind of going to look a little bad. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I felt about, like, the Xenoclash as well. They have a lot of... They put a lot of stuff on the screen that's got a lot of, kind of, high texture. And everything's trying to jump out at you. And it all ends up looking a little messy. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, a little. Yeah, I feel that way as well. What would you rate it, Kevin? I would rate it uh, Zborg from Planet Z. All right, Joey. I'd rate it uh, at least six Barbarellas out of the entire universe. <laughs> Whoa! I know. Uh, I would rate it uh, uh, a spinning dick. Because no one has been like it. <laughs> <laughs> that was so I mean, funny. Even, even with I all, wish all the jokes were like that. Even with great. all my kind of gripes and problems with the game, uh, I still think it was good. And I'm I'm going to hashtag let it slide. And I'm going to give it a <laughs> yeah, 10, out of, 10 out of 10. Oh. Let it slide. Uh, hashtag, make sure to hash, use the hashtag let it slide. Uh, uh, when you're listening to the Sky Pirate Radio, everyone. Yeah, I definitely so, uh, give. That's that's a. Uh... I give Go this uh, one looking up what the hell Xeno Clash is out of one. <laughs> sure, so that's what so, I'm doing. Xeno Clash is cool. Remember to like Xeno Clash share. has a great twist. I don't know what it's, this it's, is. It's... <laughs> I still don't. I'm looking Xeno at Clash? it. Xeno Clash. Play it. Yeah. That's your assignment, Max. Play Xeno Clash. Ah. Uh... I it's, don't know. It's pretty cool. It pretty looks, cool, Max. It looks hideous. Pretty cool. Hideously good. And now it's time for pitch that game. Right, ladies and gentlemen, you know the deal. You know the score. Pitch that game. Right. So I, <laughs> I need to think of uh, a fun question time, huh? You, you do. But oh, first, you need to give us the game names, buddy. Right. That's right. Right, so we've picked uh, four games. There is an extra bonus point for if someone picks the uh, the fourth one, 
and they managed to uh, they managed to lull me on that. So our game names are number one, Ember Dude. Number two, <laughs> Creatures of Companies. Number three, Data Ship. Number four, Squads of Meta Games. Oh no. no, that is a hard one. Yeah. Uh, the guessing game should be uh, the the big guys, the Godzillas. Ah, yeah, no fair. Name my favorite kaiju. Yeah. All right. Uh, who wants to go first? Max, you go first. Uh, how are we? Am I just picking? Pick, pick up. You're guessing a. Just you're guessing a Godzilla. Think, think, guessing, think, think of oh, me. Think of me, Mothra. Okay. Mothra is one uh, of my faves. Kevin. I got to look up the one that I want. No, oh, King, King, King. His name is King. Yep. It's King, King Ghidorah. Ghidorah. Yeah, is he the okay. one with three heads? King Ghidorah, King Ghidorah is, is the good. gold one with three I'm heads. I'm gonna. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm going to believe in Joey, and I think Joey loves children and believes in the children. <laughs> I'm going to go with Gamera. Uh, they're all so hard because they're all so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Gamera, man. It's a giant fucking Yeah, turtle. no, I, I know. <laughs> oh, shit. Everyone's a moth. Everyone loves moths. I think... Nah, Mothra's Kev- overrated. Kevin takes a big... <laughs> Jace, you are so... So close. You're very close second. Thank you. I'm honoured. <laughs> Mothra's good, but he's no King Ghidorah or Gamera. Yeah, mothed it by that. I one. mean, you can't beat King Ghidorah. As soon as Kevin said it, I was like, ah, shit. I <laughs> know, <laughs> oh, right, there's some, some I, pretty good ones. Go ahead, Kev. I pick Ember Dude. Yeah. Ember Dude is a game. So, everybody is at uh, PAX East. It's a big time. It's a fresh time. Uh... During one of Sega's <laughs> conferences, uh, a dude outside, completely outside of, of the conference theater, uh, is kind of yelling. He's ranting and raving, mm-hmm. uh, and he's kind of drawing a crowd as people are watching him kind of scamper and, and freak out. He's, he's spray painting something on the ground, and he's kind of gathered, gathered a number of people are around him and then he just goes up in flames this Ooh. this man Ooh. goes goes alight and he he burns away he burns into smoke and he's gone he's just a pile of ash and at the same time the Sega press conference uh, their screen kind of glitches out and it, and it shows a it shows a, a, a mean a mean man's face. And he says, I did it. I can make people spontaneously combust. And he does it much better and more serious and not as goofy. (laughs) Uh, And you're next. And what the guy was spray painting on the ground was Ember Dude. This begins what was probably the most insane and expensive, and in a lot of cases illegal, uh, args ever in the history. Because at the start they've burned the dude to death. <laughs> now 
they get those. It, it takes some next level stuff. This is not normal code cracking web stuff. This is DNA testing. This is like children who have like DNA parts. This is a lineage, like a real family of human people that they've been like, they made a family from the 80s. And they've been having kids and doing jobs and laying things down. Let's go drink some water. Sure. Uh, and obviously that's not, they burn like a bunch more dudes. It's insane. What a crazy marketing boy. It is. Uh, and in the end, it is for Golden Axe for Via. Right. <laughs> that, so, uh, Ember that's Ma- disappointing. Ember Man is the new Death Adder, I guess? Yeah. Got it. And he can, he like, light, he can, he can, he's a fireman. <laughs> the slogan can be, get ready for Ember Management. <laughs> That's one hell of a, a marketing deal. What happens? Do they get... I'm really interested well, in what, that's, like, that's the, the feedback kinda, of the company now. That's the that's the kind of the style of the story. It obviously it, it starts off strong, and I was only partway through telling it, so it didn't really go anywhere. Um, <laughs> I really want to know, know now. Well, maybe if I uh, win, I can tell you the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's solid, solid. All right, guys. So question number the second. We are... Gonna be working on uh, still with kaiju's, I guess. The uh, the the strangest kaiju movie. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, you go first, Max. I'll I'll give you the benefit here because you don't know as much about kaiju as I do. <laughs> I'd say the strangest is East meets East meets West. I'd say uh, Godzilla vs King Kong. I think that's pretty strange mm. in a lot of ways, especially for the I don't time. think that's strange at all. That's 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 smart marketing. Oh, you don't get to you don't get to comment. Don't don't tear me <laughs> down right. in front of Joe. All right then. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, okay. I choose Big Man Japan. Uh, it's gonna have. Yeah, everyone... no. It's gonna. It, yeah, we'll take. Look up a picture of Big Man Japan. I know, I know, go on Google, go I know on Google Big Man images. Japan. Don't worry. All right. <laughs> def- what do you think? I, I will take so, you because I was thinking of Frankenstein Conquers the World. Does that have a giant Frankenstein in it? Uh, just, kind of, yes. I guess it's it's a Frankenstein. <laughs> uh, does Godzilla mm-hmm. ever team up with Santa Claus? Uh, no, that's Kiss. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. So big man Japan is uh, is a big man, and he's got a, he's a weird haircut. It's really tall. Yeah. Yeah. Big yeah. man Japan's weird. Pretty, and pretty and weird, a big right? black stick. Like uh, some sort of uh, yeah. tapeworm man. I think big man Japan is my new thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. Now, Kevin, feast your eyes on Frankenstein conquers the world. All right. Just give me some more time to think about it while you do guys do this. Get him. Get him. Get him on the What is your what is your video game, Jace? Oh man, fuck you. Uh it's (laughs) squads of metagames. Ooh, bonus brown. Alright. Alright. This is hard. 
but it's. I wish Kevin didn't pick an ARG thing because that's what my whole game is about. Because <laughs> it's meta games. Well, I guess you're just copying me. Yep, that's that's what I'm doing. Ah, uh, you piece of shit. <laughs> uh, so the game is. It's like a really like simple, like innocent-looking game where it's just like, like a it's like a Half-Life mod. It looks like where you got a gun and you go around the map and you can shoot each other, but nothing happens when you shoot the other players. And if if you press a, a series of keys like Shift and Tab or something like that, an IRC menu opens up that shows all the players of the game. And uh, in, in that IRC menu, every half an hour, the bot that runs the channel gives you an assignment that you have to complete in real life. Like you gotta bury like something in a certain area in the woods, and another player has to retrieve it for the team. And that's how points happen in the game um, and stuff like that. Uh, and and uh, so, uh, but fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a second here. Just give me a whole... <laughs> you gotta... Alright. You gotta... You gotta... Um, oh, shit. Uh, so, there might be some things where, like, one player has to... to you know what? Fuck it. That's my game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick of it. I'm sick of Kevin stealing my ideas before I say them. <laughs> brain thief. And Maximilian. Alright, so the game begins. It's an alarm clock beeping. I'm not even going to tell you what it is yet. It's an alarm clock <laughs> beeping. You stretch out, you, you're just waking up, your eyes are blurry, you stretch out your wing and you, you touch the alarm clock and you slam it off. And then you realise you're really hungover and you're late for work. This is Creatures of Companies. <laughs> You play a uh, human-sized American bald eagle um, who has to get to work. Stretch out your wing, I like it. (laughs) He has to get to work very quickly because he slept in a bit late and is hungover. (laughs) Um, You put on your your hat and your suit and then you have to rampage through the streets. It's it's a timed thing. Um, It's really about getting a high score. It's a score attack game. I've heard that's a thing. And then you you got to get to work in time. Uh, this involves... I, I imagine it involves sort of like a, a, a very difficult, fast-paced, uh, first-person shooting scenarios. <laughs> like, oh, not enough room on the, on the train. Shoot my way like to work. It. Can the... Can the... There be other uh, animals that you can play as where you just can punch it... Yeah, I just unlocked Badger. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Badger can die tonight. I think I, it's also got a cross-promotional on the PS4 version. You can play as the characters from Rampage. <laughs> yes. I don't know what that is. Uh, what are, you, are you serious? You've oh just lost God. points. <laughs> Rampage? What's wow. that? I tried to help you out, Max. Well, I don't Forget have a it. PS4, do don't I? don't need honest. a PS4 because oh. it was never on PS4. <laughs> Oh. Rampage was an old arcade game, which is like basically a King Kong arcade game, where you could play as like a gorilla or a giant wolfman or what else? Uh, gorilla ape. Fuck. 
Was it a dragon? A wolf? Rat. Yeah, it was a rat. Was it was a rat. It was a rat. Okay. A rat. It was yeah, a rat, no. a dragon, yeah. and an ape. Or was it a wolf? I don't know. It was either a rat or a wolf. I think it was a wolf. Okay. So it was rat, wolf. I'm glad we got that Sorry. settled. <laughs> wolf, King Kong, and dragon. And all you do, all you do, Max, is jump on buildings and smash them. Oh, that one. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, um, oh, what's that? What's that? Disney movie? Wreck-It Wreck Ralph. Wreck-It Ralph, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, those aren't allowed. <laughs> <laughs> well. Banned. I guess you just lost the round. <laughs> well, I lost it proudly, okay? Uh, Is, yeah, you didn't lose it like me stumbling over <laughs> my own words. Players control the monsters George, King Kong-like gigantic gorilla, Lizzie, a Godzilla-like dinosaur right, slash lizard, or Ralph, a giant werewolf. Werewolf, Is got that it. the same? I told that, you. Is that the same property as the board game Rampage? No. And so we, when Kevin got me this board game, we we will we asked each other, "Is that allowed?" Because it's not. Yeah. Because they've changed it now. It's now called Terror in Meeple City, I believe. Oh, yeah. that's such a bad name. That's a less good name. It's really not good. Yeah. That's an incredibly really bad name. <laughs> uh, yeah, because even, even the font looks similar on the original. Yeah. So yeah, that must have just got a cease and desist. Well, yeah. From our... <laughs> all right, let, let, let's let... All right, Kevin wins. <laughs> hey, that's not your <laughs> choice. <laughs> Yeah, hey, Kevin's no. was Go really ahead. good, though. Uh, I'd like to, I'd like to throw in uh, my idea for data ship is uh, a dating simulator <laughs> where you like your you like date executables and like, <laughs> zip files. Data ship like has got to be I'm, like Star I'm pretty, Trek. I'm pretty sure that's already been in. An... Go ahead, Max. Sorry. Oh, good. Have you have you played Star Trek Bridge Commander? <clears throat> Do you date? Uh... Programs? It'd just be the Star Trek Bridge Commander, but everyone's data. <laughs> everyone's data. <laughs> and and one day, data went crazy and killed everyone, and then it replicated himself. I'm pretty sure that happens in the first episode, and the rest is his just simulations of what would happen if he hadn't done that. <laughs> it just gets progressively sadder. Picard is is just data, but he's bald. <laughs> um, like being John Malkovich. So yeah, Kevin, because you had such a very, very strong uh, marketing ploy, and I, I try to go into it with a lot of energy. You did, and now I really want to know what happens to now that company. The, now I get to be Ember oh. Dude. <laughs> uh, well, obviously, um. Sega gets taken at court because they <laughs> killed a bunch of people. Um, but is that part of the ARG? No, they're just that would be out. Great. There was a, the, oh. the the mastermind kind of he kind of gets he just gets arrested and so he can't really do anything about it anymore. <laughs> and they like gonna put him in jail, but someone uh, someone kills him in uh, in real life. One of the guys who was obsessed with the ARG. Uh, because he was really upset that it was such a letdown in the end, <laughs> and that prevented him from pulling any more uh, arg-type shenanigans from inside jail, like in the movie *Law-Abiding Citizen*. <laughs> I love it. Uh, 
and then Sega just kind of kind of disappears, and they're like, "What happens to Sonic?" Like, underground, Sonic uh, gets bought by Nintendo. Sure, got it. <laughs> that sounds like something that would actually happen. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe it's because um, I just know the future. Maybe that would result oh, wow. in consistently good Sonic games for a couple of years. <laughs> we can only hope. I don't know. They're not oh. gonna put. They're not gonna put Mario A Team on making a Sonic game. <laughs> I think they'll have someone. They, they'd probably away. no. They'd probably buy Sonic and then just make the worst Sonic games ever. <laughs> tank it, <laughs> like this, just tank it on purpose. The ultimate joke. Yeah. Oh now yeah. We we're get, gonna take this for like a Mario million dollars. Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games every two years instead of four. Haha. <laughs> the joke's on oh, you. Cool. <laughs> All right, Joey. Put us out of our misery. We'll tell you, yeah, no, Kevin's uh, lovely intro. That's uh, that one me. That one me over right there. He knows how to tickle me. Fair enough. Oh, I, just, kinda, just I as scared he was, myself. Yeah. I, had the, uh, I knew I wanted to do To Catch on Fire, but then I just kind of got I went overboard with it, and then he died. <laughs> well, and that then, kind of won you. Yeah. Won it I'm, you uh, so. I feel like a monster. Yeah. Uh, you were very, very close, Max. But uh, the Rampage, the, the real distinguish, yeah. <laughs> this has nothing to do with Rampage got me. Because I really liked Bold Ego, Bold Ego just being so frustrated with his public transport. He goes yeah. postal. I yeah, like Rampage it. is lame. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. You're off the podcast. <laughs> yeah, oh, we've him. had some laughs, haven't we? Guys, huh? Oh, I, had a laugh uh, guys, and a guys, guess what? What? Guess what? I forgot the game. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> the game next game of the week. How we did, did you it. forget we it? We did it again. Uh, no, no, I mean, I forgot to say it earlier, but we can say it now. Yeah, no. Because yeah. I'm a good the man of the any. hour next week. You are. Yeah. So, uh, the game I chose uh, was one that came out February 23rd. It's called uh, Ninja Senki DX. Right. You can buy it oh, on cool. Steam and PS4 and stuff by, like that. It's by made by games. the dude who. Uh, Tribute. Oh, sick. Mercenary Kings and Wizorb and I stuff. I do like yeah. those uh, games. Yeah, and uh, it's a game from 2010. It was a freeware game, but they've remade it, prettied it up. You can buy it on Steam, PS4, all sorts of stuff. Beta, I guess. Five bucks, uh, get out of here. We're going to check that out. Awesome. awesome. Pretty ass art. Sweet, cool. I'm excited. Yeah, it's very nice looking. I got Remember confused. The... Cool. Sorry, I got confused, and I thought Joey was doing it this week, and I'd written down here... That Joey will pick Devil Daggers as like a prediction, but never mind. That game, I watched a video <laughs> of that game. It scares me. Oh, it looks so scary, yeah, that... but I'm pretty keen. Hopefully, I don't know. If no one's picked it by the time I'm picking next, I'll probably just go that. Alright, it's uh, it, right. the, I was watching just a guy do like, apparently he's got the world record. I could only yeah. watch X amount of like minutes oh. because the sound was just crazy it's like no i need to stop it's like what it's like it? when yeah it's a it's vlambia doing it's vlambia isn't it i don't know i think it is uh, that no it's, i don't believe it is it's not don't think so i feel is like that... i'd heard of i would have heard of it if it was no it was uh, it's, it's like a first person quake like shooter yeah, where it looks like shooter. crummy ps1 graphics it's like a fucking fever dream nightmare of doom yes. demons oh, God. and it's kind of like a, it plays sort of like a first person um uh, geometry Wars, in a way. Oh, okay. it's, it's, oh yeah, my bad. Gross as, like, De- creepy as shit. Developer called Sorath. Yeah, it's kind of gross. 
which I've never heard of. It's yeah, the it's demon like, that you try to summon. Uh, that's, yeah. It's kind of yeah. like <laughs> if you're a kid and you look at metal album art yeah, and it's cool. just really yeah. scary. <laughs> it's, it's like that, but yeah. a game and you have to live it for minutes. It looks incredibly difficult. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. I like all yeah. the effects. Yeah, definitely pick that one because I'd be keen to play it. Yeah. Mm. But this week, it's Ninja Sankey DX, a much more pleasant game. <laughs> pleasant. Okay, so. Thank you yes, for listening. Ninjas and, and... Thank Everybody, you. Everybody, like, comment, subscribe, hashtag, let's slide. <laughs> yep, let it slide. Let it uh, slide. You can send us questions, or even you can even send us names of games you want us to pitch. So you can make up a name like Super Wizard Party and send it to us at questions at skypiratestudios.com if you like, or just send in regular questions. Or you can send things to Twitter at Sky Pirate Radio. And please, gentle Sky people, Pirate Radio. Please, people, watch our spaces because we've got our. Uh, yeah, what do you reckon, Kevin? The next couple of weeks, we should have some stuff that'll get your uh, mouth salivating. I swear, I swear, one day we'll, we'll finish a game. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting there. It's getting close, I think. Yeah, it, it definitely is. So keep your eyes All right. peeled, much like our. Uh, Clockwork Orange. Do that if you have to. Just <laughs> no. No, dead. Dead. I'm not don't, Malcolm McDowell. Don't, my eyes. don't listen to these guys. That's the right thing. Do it for me. <laughs> All right. Do it for yourselves. <laughs> All right. Keep your ears to the train tracks, everybody. Uh, we'll see you later. Choo choo. Bye bye. Have a great week, everyone. Is that really your outro, Max? Yeah, that uh, that'll be it. <laughs>
Yeah. Okay. We didn't get authorization on this, but we feel like we're in a position of power that we can talk about it. Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll talk about my workplace as well then. Uh, you want mm. some books? We yeah, a special deal. Them. Yeah. It, does it involve Cloverfield Lane? It's definitely not. Definitely not. Joey, do you reckon we could rig the competition so that we get to go and see Cloverfield Lane? I don't see why not. Yeah. Ten times? No. Yeah, ten times. <laughs> ten times in one one showing. <laughs> or we just well, book the out. monster's going to be very blurry, so you got to make sure to see it more Ex- than once. To exactly. See or or we just buy it. we use those ten passes and then fork out a whole bunch of extra royalty monies that we're going to obviously make from this, and we buy out the entire cinema, so no one can ever watch it ever. <laughs> Every cinema ever. Yeah. Good idea. It starts with that movie, guys. Total world domination. Okay, I'm ready for the podcast no to start ever... now. I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah I gotta rein you guys in. Fucking Jesus. <laughs> I should have been here last week. You've lost you've just lost it. We just Fucking can't help sponsors it. and <laughs> We're all about we're all, all about right. that sweet sponsorship money now. <laughs> yeah, we're all about those Benjis just coming in from Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, so who's ready to start? Put your hands up. Oh, uh, I'll just be like 30 seconds. Sorry. He's <laughs> that's alright, that's fine. Your time is up. He's yep, receiving he's, he's about service. the climax. I think he's stapled something to himself. <laughs> or he stapled his mouth shut. <laughs> It's going to be like that the first season of Big Brother in Australia when that guy protested Merlin. when he went his out His name was Merlin. Yes, Merlin. He was my favourite when I was Free a the kid refugees. and I didn't understand. I didn't understand what was happening because I had no sort of world view at the time. I was just like, why is what? <laughs> oh, he was really totally funny. a thing. That's amazing. A tr- a yeah, pu- that was pretty incredible. A true blue Aussie icon. <laughs> All right. You know, live television and all that. <laughs> you done stapling, Max? Uh, what? Stapling? Don't worry. That's, that's a yes. Don't even worry about it. Um, alright, we're ready? Yes. Yep. 